Yo, 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 we back at it again. Something out of nothing sports podcast. We got a, a le- another legend in the building, another legend in the building. Uh, he needs no introduction for uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Uh, former Cesar Chavez, head basketball coach, now on at uh, Bard uh, Public School, High School, and athletic director, head coach for the boys' basketball team. I'm talking about no other than Mr. Malcolm Battle. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine, brother Tyler. How you doing? Man, I'm I'm wonderful, man. Just an honor and a pleasure to have you on my uh, you know, platform. And I've been meaning to get you on for for the for the longest. So I'm glad you was able to take uh time out your busy schedule to to, to come on this platform. Nah, I'm I appreciate you holding me in high regard that you know you you thought enough of me to, you know, to come down and sit a few ticks with you and, and, and talk inner city sports. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for those that don't know you, can you give a short, brief background of who you are and, and, and things of that nature? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, Malcolm Battle, uh, lifelong War 7 resident. Um, grew up in the in, on, in the Benton Road corridor on both sides of East Capitol, Northeast, Northeast and Southeast. Yeah. Uh went to Archbishop Curl. Yes. Sorry about that. Nah, you um, did. Went to Archbishop Curl. Um had some <laughs> had some behavioral issues and some academic issues. So I never got to play past tenth grade. Um Ooh. as an adult. One of those things that you find out as you become a coach. Totally, totally on me though. Nothing in uh, regards to Coach Holmes. Gotcha. Um he, he he had his line in the sand with whomever it was, one through fifteen. Um, and if you couldn't, if you couldn't fit into that, in all regards, you wasn't going to be a part of that program. Um, from there, went to Maryland Eastern Shore, yep. had a, a quick moment as a walk on there, and at Salisbury State again. Malcolm Battle couldn't get his, he couldn't get his stuff together, and um, you know, eventually just went in and and progressed through school and ended up being a substitute teacher, and that's how I got into education. And um, I tell people all the time, I'm like Forrest Gump. I just happened to be working with a guy named Mark Sturdivant, um, who played on some of the better or great Springbrook teams of the late '80s. Yeah, um, we had a we were working with a therapeutic mentoring company, and he got a job at Cesar Chavez, and was like, "Hey, man, we hiring as we open up this new building in Mayfair Paradise. Would you be interested?" And got over there and. You know, kind of things just opened up. I I got heavy into high school basketball from there. Um, had no had no idea it would it would kind of like take off to the stratosphere in terms of uh being uh sort of speak a staple in the community. But we just had a whole lot of talented kids in the building, girls and boys playing different sports, and I wanted to make sure that I had a hand in helping them. Um or guide them in the right direction. Um, so, you know, had a great time there. Um, didn't end like I wanted it to on my own terms, but, hey, right. one door closes, another one opens, and I, I love where I'm at at Bard. I think it's a great I think it's a great program in terms of giving kids an opportunity to get their associate's degree with uh, zero cost to uh, the child or the family. So, you know, all blessings due to Allah on that one. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, 
a couple of questions for you, man. I know you, you know, on a move and, and different things like that. But uh, in terms of your your coaching career and, and, and being a, the af- athletic director at the at the school by now, uh, how long have you honestly been coaching uh, throughout your, your your whole coaching career? How long has it been? So I, I initially started off, so I worked part, I mean, I was a I was a substitute teacher, as I mentioned before, in PG County. And I transitioned into a job in uh, PG County at a what's called a level five school for kids with emotional disabilities and learning disabilities called the Foundation School. I actually coached there. Okay. I coached the middle school basketball team. Um, so if I'm going by that count, it's probably been closed close to about 20 years, okay. but um, in terms of what everybody follows, which would be Chavez, Chavez and Bard, it's been roughly, this year is actually 15 years. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and so you never knew that coaching was going to be your route. It just so happened that you, uh, it's kind of like fell into your lap, so to speak. Yeah, I, I, I had, if you'd have told me so, you know, I'll, I'll last will, I'll be 50 at the end of this month. If you'd have told me 30 years ago at 20 or 20 years ago, I'm going to be a coach. Yeah. Like, I would have been like, yeah, okay. Like, it wasn't even on my, it wasn't even in my thought process to be a high school basketball coach. Absolutely. Um, But I'm, I'm glad, you know, as, as the saying goes, man plans and God just laughs. You never know what the plan is. Mm. That's a that's a powerful statement saying right there. I, I use that one. Um, quick question, because now you transitioned over to the public school uh, uh, league. You was mm-hmm. you was first at the charter school league. Uh, my question to you is, um, how do you how do you feel about the uh, DC public charter school league compared to the public school league? Is it a difference to you or? Is it around about the same? Uh it's roughly the same. I mean, when you public, to me, public and char- public schools and charter schools, I know they're not the same, but they innately deal with the same kid. Like, it's really no difference in the student being educated at Chavez and it is the student being educated at HD Woods. Um, now how they're financed and all that, that's how you get into all those particulars. In terms of level level of competition and play. It is 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 roughly the same. It's ebbs and flows to it. I remember one year, um, I want to say 2016, mm-hmm. the charter school conference, and they had a they had an A and a B division. The A division was like really really good. Friendship was good. They lost to Woodson in the city title game. Right. I did was really good. Um, we weren't we were we were good. Chavez, uh, National Collegiate was good. Mm-hmm. And there was one other team, like five out of the seven teams, third good marsh. Okay. Um, also. Um, and then you flip that around, fast forward to 2022-23. On paper, if you're going by just what 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 different schools had before we play the game, I think it's gonna be a really, really, really strong year in DCIAA. Like, I think people really need to understand that it's gonna be a lot of parity in the league. Um and you know, like there will be no oh that they such and such is playing Bard. I ain't going to that game or uh 
this team is playing that team. I like you might want to get your popcorn ready. 85% of the time this year in these league games. It's going to be really, really, really competitive. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, ben, as though you said that, because ha, ha, have there been a point where it wasn't competitive, where, 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 you, where you might be like, well, I don't want to go to that game. I know, there's no need. So I wasn't, I wasn't in the league. I know I've spoken to some guys, and it was like some years the um, DCIAA has been top every. But once again, I believe that's just – that's just public and charter schools overall because, you know, you're dealing, you're dealing with neighborhood kids, coaches are coming and going, um, admin changes, and they, they take an emphasis off – they de-emphasize sports. Um, but sometimes you have a perfect storm and everything comes together and it becomes a grind nightly. But for the most part, when I was coaching the charter league, it was pretty much competitive, especially in our A division most nights. Like, you might have one team that was having a down year, right. but those five other teams, you were going to have to go in and grind. Like, there was no gimme to go over tech prep. It was no gimme to go over Thurgood or Friendship, um, National Collegiate over off Atlantic when they was playing at the, uh, Merrick, the Merrick, Merrick Center. Like, like, tough places to play with kids that, like, may not be anybody's two or three star, but they were – grinded out kids that play hard and had a skill set that they could play some level of college basketball and they thought they should be they thought they were going to win a game and that is a dangerous combination absolutely absolutely uh speaking of, uh, of all that um we, i'm gonna go back because you said uh you know you never thought that you were you know 30 years ago or 20 years ago that you would be in a position that you are now uh, what what made you become uh, or or getting into becoming an AD? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. Um, I just you know as I working at Chavez, I was a dean of students, and I slowly uh, I started almost like a, on a volunteer basis helping a a good friend of mine, Ernesto Natero, who is the AD there with middle school sports. Um, I thought it'd be a good way for the school to kind of reinvest in the kids in the building and to keep those kids in the building so we could recycle them back into our high school programs. Um, from that, I thought, hey, this, you know, I genuinely love kids. I genuinely love sports. Um, this is not like work at all. Like, I get to work, do two things I love the most, be around kids and be around sports. Um, so for me, it was like, it was a win, win, win. And then I uh, ended up getting a job at Boys and Girls Club of America in the Greater Washington chapter. And it was like, oh, right, you can't ask for anything better. Absolutely. Night in, night out, everything you do with sports and kids, yeah. you couldn't ask for anything more. So I, I've, I've tried to have conversations with our young folks about when the ball stops bouncing and you want to stay around the game, finding different avenues, whether this would be a trainer. And I don't mean like a skill development trainer. I mean like you taping ankles and sports trainer or AD or, or, you know, different avenues that you can still stay around sports. Yeah. Make a good living. Yeah. And, 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 you know, take care of your family and still be around stuff that you love as opposed to having a job that you, every morning you wake up like, shh, I, I got to go to this. <laughs> right. right. Like, you, like you're trying to figure out what you can call the boss and tell him you ain't coming in today for as opposed to 
most days I don't like, I look forward to going to work. Now you got to deal with some other things in the school system, but from a sports perspective, I, I love what I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I know you, 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 you just, uh, we was talking offline and you said that you was coming from a volleyball game. Can you talk about, because uh, a lot of people, you know, in, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong in DC sports, doesn't view volleyball as, 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 you know, a heavy hitter sport, but you know, I'm, I love all sports. So can you talk about your volleyball program and, and, and how it's, you know, leveling up to, to, cause when, when, when you talk about, um, you know, the different counties, you want Montgomery County, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, Fairfax and different things, their volleyball programs are, a step ahead and even in the Catholic schools. Can you talk about your volleyball program and, and where you wanted to get to? So I, I let me let me say this before I talk about my own volleyball program. I've seen roughly about eight or nine DCIAA games and because we don't have a home gym, we normally have we normally go to another gym and they play a double header. For instance, tonight we play we play Eastern at Woodson and then Woodson had a game after that. So I've got a chance to see a lot of volleyball. Man, some of these young ladies are so athletic and I don't know what level of, of play they're doing once the season is not, you know, I know there's club volleyball, so on and so forth. I don't know if these young ladies are participating in that, but man, if they, if they, if they aren't, they need to. Cause I mean, some of these young ladies have a high ceiling in terms of like scholarship players. Right. Um, it 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 it's opened my eyes to watching more volleyball on my own. Um, I like my hat goes off to a lot of these young sisters that's playing. Like, I, I I'm not sure if they want to do it, but if I could put all of them in a room, I would really push the narrative of using their abilities. Right. What's up? What you find? I would use their abilities to to get some free education because it's a lot of sisters. Um, like I said, that I watched in the DCIAA, like, man, dude, young lady play like, jeez, like, oh, I don't think she want to play college volleyball. I'm like, why not? Yeah, why not? But I mean, and I mean, part of it is, I know a lot of times our kids struggle with the time management piece. Right. That's a whole another conversation for another day. Right. But I would just wish they would give it a chance and see if it's something that they, you know, they can stick with through the college left through the college ranks and take advantage of it. Like I've been super impressed with the level of play right. in this league in volleyball and, and the athleticism right. and, and the the competitive nature, but not in a negative way. Like I haven't seen any like anything that would be egregious to the point of starting fights. Like our kids. A bit competitive, and then they're they're, they're waving and dapping each other about the games. I haven't. It, it's just been like hats off to the league and the volleyball teams in large. Like I've been really really impressed. Um, as far as my own program, right? Like those young ladies don't have an idea how impressed they've made me, and they've made me a volleyball fan. Like I stated before, um, I want the volleyball program volleyball program as well as all our other programs to be like a one and that doesn't necessarily mean you win in championships but how we conduct ourselves that we play hard 
And that if you want to give yourself to get a, a college scholarship, you can use what we're doing to kind of like use that as a springboard to get a free education, especially with the associate's degree. So that's the goal for all our entire sports programs is that we, you know, we consistently are conducting ourselves like, like stud class student athletes. And if we want to give, again, give ourselves an opportunity that we, we open those doors for our girls and our boys um, to take advantage of those opportunities that might be out there. Absolutely. Um, speaking of that, uh, about the volleyball program, is why is it why is it no men's volleyball at all? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Somebody, it's funny you asked me that. Somebody just asked me that last week. Yeah. I couldn't get my answer. Yeah, because I was just thinking about that. I'm like, well, everybody don't play football, and and they might want to play volleyball. <laughs> they might want to play volleyball. I mean, and you know what? It might be something we need to look into. I mean, we. I know they just did an article on Eastern and uh, the gentleman that runs the program I'm about to speak about was right. very, very, very helpful and instrumental in helping me get esports started at our school. Okay. Um, but that's another one where I feel like with all our kids into this, with all our kids playing games and things of that nature, that we should have more kids involved in. Um, and it's a, it's a scholarship sport now. Yeah. Playing NBA 2K is a scholarship sport, so I'm with you. If it, if it, you know, those non-traditional sports, right? I'm all for our kids getting involved and, and using that again as a springboard to get out of DC and see what else is out there. Absolutely. A uh, couple of more questions, man. Um, the DC, the DCSAA. Uh, years ago. Uh, the the winner from the DC public schools would play the uh champion from the Catholic school league. Do you do you ever think that it will get back to that when 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 we have our states now? The state nah, I mean I think I think the version I think I think in this day and age, I think everything is for every era, right? So I grew up in the era of city title game. Yeah. And the, the high school team that I did not get to play on played in it. We played Dunbar 89, lost in a great game. Um, but I think that era has passed us, right? I mean, when you start talking about charter schools mm-hmm. and you start talking about, the, you know, the wealth of private schools that play at a super high level, like, why wouldn't I want to see the game I saw last year with Sitwell and Wilson? You know what I'm saying? Um, I, You know, I can't go into – and no, dis- no disrespect to those teams on that side of, of the equator, but yeah. I can't – Bard can't go play for the Maryland State title, right? So why would Joe Blow in Montgomery County, even though it's a private school, be able to play for the D.C. City title? Like, in this day and age with this, with the, 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 the litany of teams we have in the city, it just doesn't make sense. So I, I the, the way this set up now – I think it's the best way. Um, and I think it gives everybody an opportunity, whether it's Gonzaga or St. John's, yeah. Roosevelt and, and, and McKinley, Chavez and Friendship Collegiate, or Sitwell or Murray. You know, like everybody gets an opportunity to sit at the table and try to get a title, Absolutely. as opposed to two different leagues. And that's it. Um, last year was. Uh... Bard's first year playing in a public school uh, league or 
right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, we right? played out, it was our first. It was our first year having sports and our first year in the DCIAA. Right. And um, can you talk about uh, you know last year leading up? I mean, not even leading up to this year, but can you uh, talk about last year and the things that you had to endure uh, leading up to you getting into the championship game? Um, I mean, you know, we some of the things we all had to deal with: pandemic, COVID, school got shut down, so we had to forfeit games. Um, a lot of people don't know that we are housed inside Davis Elementary temporarily until our school is finished being built. Yeah. Has no gym, um, so when we could, we had to uh, we had access to Ridge Road at times, um, but there were times we didn't have access to a gym. So we had to try to figure it out on the fly. Um, but it, it, the biggest thing I got out of last year was that, you know, those kids saw their way through, right? Like they never put their head down. I just was talking to my volleyball coach about this. Mm-hmm. People remember the last game of the year. Nobody remembers. <laughs> those kids had to take some some they had to take some weapons. Um right. We lost 14 games. I would say 10 of them were like, we got thrashed pretty severe. Right. Really, like, you know, it, it happens. And you figure out the testament of somebody by how they handle adversity. You know, I, to me, those young men and the, and the brothers that coached them, like, they, they, they persevered. Right. Forgive me, my neighbor's outside playing. <laughs> um, but I, 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 was, I, was, I was thoroughly impressed with the fact that those young men, um, and again, the staff as well, because they spend, they give a lot of time in, to those kids and their parents. They didn't waver at all. Like they, they held fast. Cause I can at times not be so pleasant <laughs> to, uh, to be around, but those kids, they, they pushed and fought through. So, you know, um, would I like to win a title? Absolutely. But it wasn't our time. Um, pass off to Baloo. Um, but again, you know, I, I I think it speaks volumes to those young men that they, you know, with all the equities that took place last year, that they never put their heads down and like, oh, we can't get this done. Uh, they didn't use the nobody wants us to win. We Nobody won't do X, Y, and Z for us. They figured it out. Um, and, you know, ultimately, like all all teams, they played on the last day of the seasons, which, which you basically want no matter what sport you're playing. So, um I guess I'd rather like shine a light on not what we didn't have and more on what those kids done is those kids did rather in spite of, right. um, and, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be us like, you know, tough grimy Southeast kids. They're going to figure it out, man. Like, right. Yeah. You know, we ain't making no excuses. We figure it out and then we keep going from there. Right. Um, if I was a parent and, and and I'm looking to come to your school or send my child to your school, why Bard? Uh, uh, can you give me an example of why? What, what would make me want to come to that particular school and play for you or or any other coach that that coaches with child? Uh, first off, I would say that um, yeah, we have we have some great educators. Um, I think the uh, the associate's degree program. Work, 
I'm doing some work. I'm on I'm on a podcast. See, look, you get interrupted. See what I'm saying? I'm getting picked on. I'm good. I'm good, fam. Appreciate you, twin. Um he said, do some work. Um I'm going to say the the degree piece is 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 mean, Coach Tyler. Like, like you can get 60 college credits. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like do, do we have some things we have to clean up? Absolutely. Like, like most schools. Like, we got we got to get better with you know dealing with certain behaviors in the classroom, classroom management, holding kids accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to get better dealing with these kids coming out of a pandemic and being locked down for a minute. Got to get better with, you know, telling mom, hey, or dad, this this is how it's going to be, and this is the line of science that are wavering at times. But I think that, you know, I haven't been in a school that hasn't had to deal with that to fix those things. Right. But when we get those things squared away, man, that, that, degree, piece, that degree piece is mean. Like, right. Like, <laughs> you literally give yourself a whole litany of opportunities. Absolutely. If you, especially if you can get to college and finish that out, like you might walk away with a master's with zero, <laughs> with zero dollars in, in debt. And right. so, you know, for, for for most of our kids who come from Ward Seven and Ward Eight, right. now you start to change some of that generational poverty that these kids are coming from. Um, we have a lot of kids that are first time. They'll be first-time college graduates when they graduate from high school. Like, all that kind of changes a lot of stuff. Um, and if you don't want to go to college and you had a associates yeah. and you decide you want to get a trade, you still yeah. got that piece of paper on your wall. So outside of any basketball piece that I could ever, you know, I could ever give a, a kid, those things right there kind of, for me, are big-time selling pieces. Absolutely. Um, speaking of that, and this is a question I have for you, uh, and and I don't know if you know, but I always thought about that uh, associates getting the associates out of high school. How would that work in the NCAA? Meaning, if I already got a two year degree, right, with my mm-hmm. six credits, can I still go to the university that want me as a freshman and finish my four? Would I finish early, or how would that go? Did, 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 do you have you ever thought about that? Yeah, no, I have. We have a young man playing up at Plattsburgh in New York right now at a D three during during uh, jeez, I can't think of Dern's last name. Yeah, but great kid, um, great family. He's up at Plattsburgh playing. Yeah, and um, he walked into the school as a junior academically. Why? Well, he's a athletically, he's a freshman. Now you can finish early, you know, with this portal stuff. I don't not for him, but I'm just saying in general, if that if that became an issue or right. like Darren is planning to do, if the school has a grad school program, then you you can you can play all four through and graduate with your masters. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, again, you know, the biggest thing I'll go back to is with zero debt, <laughs> zero debt, zero debt. Well, you ain't got Sally May beating your door down when you 50. <laughs> looking for some money from from 1991. Nah, you good. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and and that's one of the that's one of the positive things. I knew you was going to touch on that. That's one of the uh the one of the great things that I like about Bob and and, and you guys' curriculum 
and, and adding that associate's degree onto if even if I wanted to play a sport or not, I got I got that option. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think we're gonna have this year is gonna be really great for us because we're gonna have a lot of young men and women that um are playing sports all over the city. If it's a sport that we don't have at bar, yes, that are gonna sign some, they're gonna sign some form of a scholarship. And yeah. you know, for me, it's gonna like. <laughs> They're going to walk onto that campus with those, at least because some schools don't take all the credits right. because it's a uh, liberal arts program. Yes. So you at least will walk onto a campus with 42 to 48 credits yes. at a minimum, 60 at max. Yes. I mean, man, that's, that's man. That's, that's yeah. mean for a lot of these young folks. Yeah, that's you know? a game changer. <laughs> game changer. Like, <laughs> yeah. man, you can't, you, hey, no doubt about it. Um, and so again, it may not be for everybody, but I you know when parents call, I normally speak to that piece. Like the basketball, if you can play, or if you're a football kid, or whatever it may be, yeah. whatever your sport is, those things will work itself out. But I just think you change your recruitment. You change how you can have a dialogue with a college with that associate's degree, or if you don't graduate the associate's degree, because that will happen for some kids. You, you've gotten a, a bunch of college credits with, again, and I'm going to keep stressing this, no debt. No debt. <laughs> no debt. No debt. You gonna, <laughs> we, we got to change your name, name to no debt battle. <laughs> no debt. No debt battle. I like it. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey we're going to stress that too. We can't stress it no more, right? Oh, what? <laughs> Man. Um. Bard, uh, the, the, not just the men's side, cause, and, and I'm giving you both questions because you are the athletic director as well as the, uh, boys basketball coach. But what can we expect from the boys, uh, basketball team this year in this upcoming season? And can you talk about that? And can you talk about, uh, your scheduling and, and different things of that nature? Um, so. I mean, we definitely going to play hard. Yeah. I can't tell you we're going to win every game, but we're going to play we we going to play hard for 32 minutes. We're going to get out there for 32 minutes. Um schedule is uh we I always try to schedule as tough as possible um to see how we'll respond to being punched in the mouth. Are we going to kind of duck or take the punch and that and that punch back or are we going to be all right with getting yeah. jabbed over and over? Um so the schedule isn't, isn't finished, but what we have confirmed is like Glendale Country Day out of Columbia. They run a really, really great program. Okay. We have St. Mary's Riken. We yeah. have a tech prep. Um, we play in one or two events. Um, so we're waiting to finalize uh, what teams we'll play in, uh, in uh, those two events. I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. Uh, we go out to Baltimore to play Owens Mills. Um, yeah, we we like we trying to raise the bar in terms of like seeing different styles of play. Yes. Um, and creating uh, uh more film for our young men that we can push to schools. Um, if 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 player X is supposed to be like that, and he go to he go to school John Q and they supposed to be like that. Let's go find out. Let's go see where we stand in front of them. Cause a lot of our kids don't play on the tennis shoe circuses though. 
Right. So we got to use <laughs> we got to use our non-season schedule, our non-league schedule as, as those types of events. Um, and it's been my experience at Chavez that you know one kid, one game can change a kid's whole recruitment outlook. Um, I remember going out to Montrose and the kid. We we got handled pretty well, but the kid probably went for 25, 30. Right. Next thing you know, he's got two or three NAI offers and he's off been enrolled and he's at school playing college basketball and he's got a degree and now he's a homeowner. Um, or we go out to St. Francis and you know, kid Ty Elliott that played for us, um, like really plays well. Um right. really plays well. And we send the we send the film to uh Coach Burroughs and Coach P up at West Virginia State. And next thing you know, we got a Chavez pipeline going to West Virginia State. We got three or four kids playing up there now. So right. um, sometimes in a the loss, there's a win. Right. Um, and then again, you know, always trying to find out how kids respond to adversity. Like, if, if you, how are you going to handle this? If you can't handle this, how are you going to handle when we go up Wisconsin Avenue and play Wilson? How are you going to handle when we go over? Uh, good whole road and play Anna. You know how you gonna handle when we off North Capitol up McKinley Tech? How you gonna handle that pressure off Georgia Avenue when we up roads? If I you can't handle this right now, we gonna be in trouble when we get in the league play. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, question. I I think I think we talked about this before, and uh, maybe you can't talk about it. Maybe you can't. Uh, transfer portal. Uh, uh, after your ninth grade year, you you're, you're not able to transfer to uh, a school without you know documents or whatever, whatever, so to speak. How do you feel about that in, in, in reference to the kid and and uh, stopping them or or stopping them from playing the following year if they wanted to transfer to another uh, DC public school or? Gotcha. So, so you get it, you get, you get, you get from the ninth to the tenth, you get a ninth, what's called a ninth grade exception. You get to transfer yep. without, without, without issue. Yep. Um, now, having said that, I feel bad for those kids that were ninth graders during the pandemic mm-hmm. and didn't get a season or get to transfer. Like they went in, they, some of those kids didn't see the school until they were tenth graders. Right. So they didn't get to transfer. Right. They didn't, they didn't get that. They didn't get that ninth grade wrestling process. Right. So that's something to think about as well. In terms of transferring, like, am I am I big on a kid bouncing around? Nah, I don't think kids should be at four schools. For, I don't think kids should be at four schools. Sorry about that. For no, four years. <laughs> but I also believe, like, if, if Coach Tyler want to leave Bard and he want to go over the roads, yeah, and he want to go to friendship or idea, or what have you. Right. If the school doesn't have a problem with the kid transfer, then I don't think it should be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Now, I get it. Like they, they negate the whole bouncing around year after year. Like, cool, understood. But the reality is, some of these kids go to these schools not because of the academic track of the school, or they go to the school because of the athletic program and the coach. Like, we got to stop. You 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 almost create you create a lot of a lot of unnecessary nonsense by just like 
negating the honesty piece. Absolutely. You know why the kid is we know why kids are transferring to certain schools. Right. I, I've been on both I've been on both sides of it. Kid left Chavez. He went to this school. Right. I, hey, if that if you don't want to be here, you want to be there. I'm not going, I'm gonna sign it so you can be there. If that's where you want to be, like, like why why I never understood why hold a kid back. You know, again, I understand the now four years and four schools in four years is to me absolutely crazy. It's tremendous. It's like that, that to me, that's a whole never set of issues. But if a kid leaves once and he look he's looking for a, a better opportunity, whatever that may be, you know, my situation may not be the situation for that kid. It may be where I sat down with that kid and was like, Look, we got four guards. You're probably not gonna play as much. And the kid's like, Well, I wanna go here. Man, look, here, I'm, here's the letter. I'm with you. Like, let me know how I can help. If I can call a school, but I don't want you to be caught up in a numbers game. Right. Um, I think if we allow us to have, if we were allowed to have more honest dialogue, it wouldn't be so much. I think sometimes when you when, when you're trying to create rules, you mm. almost create people. I mean, you know, ways to try to get around rules. If right. that makes any sense. Right. Instead of us just being flat out honest, if everybody comes to the table, like, I don't have a problem with the kid leaving. The parents are like, this is what it is. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Let's move forward. Right. Um, but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> what do I know? Um, I, I had to get your perspective on it, though. I, I just had uh, to. <laughs> hey, hey Coach, Coach Tyler, man, people been transferring forever, man. This ain't. It's not a new phenomenon. Like, as much as we might want to make it feel like it is. Now, I don't know about the four schools and four years and all that nonsense. Right. But people transferring has been going on since I was in high school in the 80s. Like, this isn't yeah. This isn't new. Um, I just, you know, again, I don't think if the if the, the if the the school you're leaving from doesn't have an issue. Right. Um and the school accepting you doesn't have an issue and your transcript is 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 above water. Yeah. I make it happen. You know that's what I'm saying? Now, you know, and that's just if you, you know, I'm not getting into all the the, the politics of oh nah, he from this jurisdiction now. That's something completely different that I wouldn't want to touch on. But if I'm talking about a, a city kid who been a city kid for X amount of years and was at this school and then he wants to go to that school, right. I have that. Like Right. Um, as long as I'm honor among thieves, I haven't, you know, there've been times where I didn't pick up the phone as quickly as I should when a kid was leaving me. Right. Um, and I've been on the, on the, on the opposite end of not getting a call. Um, so I own, you know, me personally probably needed to do that better, but as long as I'm honor among thieves with this, right. you cut down on a lot of nonsense. Like, cause parents probably aren't going to say anything. It hasn't always been my experience. Sometimes it has, sometimes it hasn't. Right. But if the coaches like, nah, Slim, I got a call from your kid, parent, yeah, yada yada yada, or we tell the parent, hey man, look, that's my guy. You got X amount of time, and if I don't hear from him, and he don't reach out to me, and he don't know what's going on, then I'm gonna reach out again. I've done it more times than not, but there have been times I haven't, right? Um, for whatever reason, or just like. I didn't get to it. Um, but I feel like if there's some more honor among these with this coaching thing in terms of parents reaching out X, Y, and Z, 
or handlers reaching out, so on and so forth, as well as not recruiting each other's kids. Right. Then things will be a little more streamlined and calmer. But, right. you know, as always, not the nature of this. Oh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, Again, I've been on I've been on both sides of the equation. Right. I haven't always done right on both sides of the equation in terms of how I handled it. Um losing the kid or gaining the kid. So we're all a work in progress. Absolutely. Um, just you know, try to do better day to day and taking accountability for what we can control. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh a couple of more questions, coach. Uh you 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 coach some of the top players in the area, whether it's at Cesar Chavez or, or, or AAU or at Bard for your or one year. Can you talk about some of your former players that's that's doing uh well and even if they not or you know, some some people that you came across and I think he I think he got cut off uh but man, we uh was talking to Coach Battle. Uh, uh, head man's basketball coach at Bard High School, and um, it's going to be located in the Southeast DC. If any of y'all want to uh, reach out to Coach Battle when he gets back on, we're going to give the information where you can reach him at. Got to uh, hopefully it won't take him long to get back on. Got a uh, couple of more questions for him to um, talk about his former players and, and some of the players that I know personally that's doing absolutely wonderful in the uh, in, in, in the city and out the city that he has coached uh, is, is, is great. Um, There's a lot going on as far as that is concerned, but he's coached some of the top uh, athletic uh, basketball boys throughout the city, you know, and the list goes on and on. Did a phenomenal job at Bard last year uh, as they reached a, a championship game uh, in, a, in a state tournament, which was, was phenomenal because, you, as you heard, they wasn't uh, doing uh, as well uh, that year. So it's just, just an honor and pleasure to uh, talk to Coach Battle uh, you know, doing this interview. Hopefully, come back on soon and, and finish up what we uh was talking about. Um, yeah, it's 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 just phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, being on here, being able to talk to him and uh get his perspective for for his uh team and hearing from him. You know, like you, you heard them say that you know they're gonna play hard. You know, uh, and play hard thirty-two minutes, so stuff like that. Yeah, trying to get them back on as we speak. Coach Battle. Yeah. Trying to reach out to him and, and make sure he come back on so we can finish this phenomenal interview. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot going on, man. Stay tuned to uh, Soon Sports Podcast. 
uh, interviewing all the local coaches, all the uh, coaches from around the area, uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and, and even state to state, uh, getting a perspective on, on different uh, head coaches, players, entrepreneurs, different people like that. So it's, it's good to, uh, you know, talk to uh, Coach Battle as, as, as I'm trying to get him back on as we speak. Uh, you know, it's been, it's been uh, a phenomenal interview. We was going to touch on, I, I was asking him uh, about his former players and his current players and uh, it's just been a, a, a good journey to get back on. Uh, not sure if he's going to be able to come back on, but if not, you know, we will, we will, we will get him back on uh, in the near future. Uh, if you want to uh, reach out to Coach Battle, I'll get the information that you need to reach out to him. And uh, definitely, definitely, uh, so you can hit him up and basically any questions you have about your student athlete or just a student that want to go to Bard High School. And as you heard right here, you can get a associate's degree uh, coming out of high school, which is phenomenal. And I don't know what else to say about that, but, you know, we're going to uh, come back and uh, hopefully I can get Coach Battle back and we can go from there. Uh, yeah, this has been phenomenal, though. Phenomenal interview. Soon Sports Podcast, and um, definitely, definitely uh, stay tuned to what's going on. Check out um, and subscribe to the channel, uh, Soon Sports Podcast. That's on YouTube. That's on Spotify. Uh, stay tuned to, to everything we got going on. Uh, don't forget, uh, upcoming interview. I like to surprise y'all, so you know I don't tell y'all who who coming on. But we got a another uh, HD Wilson alumni, uh, phenomenal guy. You know, next week, same time, same day, dropping them every Tuesdays. You know, football season starts, so we going on every Tuesday, and. Uh, we're going to give it to you every Tuesday because football season. After football season is over, we're going to go back to every Monday. So stay tuned. Soon sports and I'm out. Peace.